Hey everyone, how's it going? My name is Jordan. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Lucky Dip Podcast. It's been a couple weeks, folks. So, so this this episode is going to be a little bit more of like a what would you call it? I guess an update episode. So, so the first half we're gonna we're gonna do this in two halves again. If you remember. A couple weeks ago, um, I, I kind of did the thing where, where one half would be talking about creativity or something, and the other half would be updates or, or Christ gaming or, or esports related. So I'm going to kind of do that again today. Uh, I'm also going to keep this podcast episode probably a little bit shorter just because it's, it's a bit more of just updates. Uh, I don't have anything super specific I can talk about yet relating to Christ or anything. We have some cool stuff coming, but I can't say anything yet. And I also just sometimes don't want to make these episodes just drag on. But then the other part of me also doesn't like short episodes because personally, when I listen, I listen in two times speed. So I like episodes to be a minimum of about 45 minutes because that way when I'm outside walking and stuff and I listen to it two times speed, it's like around half an hour. You know, if I get these episodes up to an hour eventually, especially now that I'm doing just audio again, that's kind of like my ideal scenario about an hour long. But 45 minutes is also like the perfect time for people who listen in normal speed. So therefore it's not too long. It's also not too short. So sometimes when they're on half an hour, it's a bit too short. I don't know what this one's going to be yet. You know, this is the first two minutes that I'm talking. So you never know where these are going to go. But I'm just saying this one might be a bit shorter. And again, the reason that we're doing an update episode for this one is because it's been two weeks since I've kind of just been on my own on the podcast because we had two awesome guests uh, back to back, which is great. And I didn't expect that to happen. And I just want to talk about that for a second. So Originally, you know, when I was doing this podcast, I wanted to have guests on all the time. I think the ideal scenario would be, I think I'm saying that a lot, ideal scenario. Anyways, <laughs> the ideal, oh, here we go again. Okay, I'll say it one more time, just because. The ideal scenario would be one week on, one week off, as in one week I am sitting on the podcast by myself talking to you guys, and then the next week on it would be a guest. And you know, that, that sounds great in theory, but it's also hard to do because some weeks, like even this week, I don't have too much to talk about. I was trying to get a guest, but it was too last minute uh, to get a guest on. So it's just me on this, this episode. But I also like doing these updates because it keeps everybody informed. And I think that I have some nice variety. I think I can kind of speak well enough on my own as well as having guests on. So I think it, it keeps it interesting. And I think then you get to learn more about me, more about, you know, behind Cryus specifically. And when I have guests on, you get to learn about different people within the esports community. And maybe it'll expand further than that in the in the future. I think I mentioned uh, in a podcast episode before that the kind of whole idea as well about having guests on again is, you know, expanding beyond just Cryus. At the very beginning when I had guests on, it was just guests from Cryus Gaming. And that's fine. That's cool. But there's also like a limited amount of us. And I, I want to expand more than that. I want to have people on this podcast who are in different parts of the esports community, whether that's being players, organizers, uh, other organizations, like uh, CEOs or owners or founders, whatever. But then I also eventually think that I wanna try to expand further than esports and have people on, uh, again, relating to creativity or something, but maybe like musicians or people who have just have their own businesses. I don't know where this is gonna go. We'll see what happens with it. But for the meantime, we're gonna stick to esports. It's also hard when you venture off too far from like the main topic that you typically talk about because that's why people come to listen. So I don't wanna make it too messy and have, you know, one week is, is another player from, let's say, Christ Gaming, and then the next week is like some business owner. So I've just tried to find that balance. I think once in a while it'd be okay. But also, this podcast is supposed to be centered around, more centered around the esports 
community, the esports industry, that's kind of like the main audience as well. So I don't want to stray too far from that and make anybody feel like they're uh, being marginalized in a sense because I'm talking about things they either aren't interested in or that they don't normally hear from me about as in like business or even creativity sometimes. I mean, when I talk about it, I feel like it's okay because it's my podcast. It's part of my personality. I do more than just esports, so sometimes I will talk about creativity, but if I start to have guests on, it might get a little weird. I don't know. I'm just speaking out loud and I'm thinking out loud, but what I'm trying to say, first part of this podcast, we're going to be talking about my new job because everything's been announced so I can finally say what it is, which is exciting. So I'm going to talk a bit about that, a little bit about creativity, and then after that, we're going to do some some catch-up, some updates on Christ Gaming and esports in a whole, in a whole as a whole not in a whole, as a whole. So first part of the podcast, creativity. Second part of the podcast, esports. Let's hop into this. My job. I live out in BC now. Moved here uh, two months ago, just about exactly, I think. Yeah, I moved out here just about two months ago. Well, more than that now. But almost three months now. I don't know. I lose track of time. I moved here in September. What I'm trying to say is I moved to a new city, a new province, got my first condo, living on my own for the first time, just after graduating university, you know, have a degree and stuff. I keep I say that in a lot of podcasts, which is funny because me personally, I know my mom listens. I, I my mom listened to this, and I know that she she knows the value of a degree, and that's kind of why I I got a degree and stuff, you know, because I know that it'll be good for me. But me personally, I've never seen a whole bunch of the value in it. But I want to also say that I had a really good time in university. It met a lot of really great people, and I did learn some stuff. But I just want to say that, you know, when I mentioned that I have a degree, I'm not trying to brag or anything. It's just because it's what I did for the past five years and I just graduated, you know. So it's like this is my first job outside of getting a degree. Okay, I don't think I'd explain that that much. I'm pretty sure it doesn't come off as arrogant. But, you know, I just notice sometimes when I listen back that I say that a lot. My degree, I got a degree, this and this and that. But I'm not trying to shove it down your throat that you need a degree. I'm also trying not to say that you don't need one because I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what things are going to be like in the future. You might need one. I have one. So there you go. It's in my back pocket. Anyways, I moved here a few months ago. I got really off topic there. Sorry about that. I'm One other thing, <laughs> the last thing I promise, I'm standing up right now while I'm recording this because I sit down so much. I sit in the office all day doing editing and script writing and everything. And I come home and when I game, I'm sitting down. I, I bought an electric drum kit actually on the weekend because music is a part of my life that was missing. And I so I bought an electric drum kit. It's it's quiet. It's perfect. It's my closet. It fits there nicely. I'm sitting down when I'm playing that. When I play my bass guitar, I'm sitting down. And I realized when I'm recording this podcast, when, it, when I don't have a guest, when I have a guest, I have to sit at my desk. When I don't have a guest, I can stand up. But when I stand up, I lose focus because I'm looking around. I'm, I'm kind of walking around. I'm wandering around. And when I wander... Physically, my mind wanders mentally. Okay, I don't know what I was talking about before this, but <laughs> I think I was saying that I moved to BC, started a new job, moved on my own. There's been some crazy storms here the past few days, so our whole entire, my job's been kind of crazy because, you know, we do a bit of, a bit of news and a bit of features as well. So, you know, when all of BC, all of Vancouver, you know, even if you're not from Canada, you're probably familiar with Vancouver, film a lot of stuff there. It's on the West Coast. They uh, are kind of cut off from the rest of Canada because all of the highways that get you there are gone. They got swept away in floods and mudslides and landslides, and it's kind of nuts. And yesterday, there's a huge storm. 
that came through here. I'm also recording this podcast. Here's one last thing. I promise. I'm recording this podcast like a week early because I have things coming up on the weekend, so I won't be able to record. But I was like, you know, I'm not going to go a week without doing it because I like doing the podcast. We're getting some good traction. I want to keep it going. So I'm getting a bit confused. When I talk about tomorrow, I'm actually like, when you listen to it, it was like a week before. Anyways, crazy storms. Vancouver's cut off. So if my job has been crazy. I'm, I live in Kelowna. I live in central BC. I live in the Okanagan. So if you're not familiar with uh, British Columbia geography, we're kind of like in the southern interior of BC is what it's called. So it's like on, and this goes, this goes, the Rocky Mountains go through all of like, you know, the states, you guys have stuff too, Colorado, all that stuff, right? So we're between two mountain passes. We're between like the Rocky Mountains on one side. And then I don't know what the other mountains are called. Are they the Rocky Mountains? I'm not sure. But anyways, we're in a valley. So there's like huge mountain passes and stuff on either end. And there's like this 200, 300, I don't actually know how many kilometers and I don't know how many miles that is. There's a big, decent distance where it's like a valley. It's called the Okanagan Valley. We're in the middle of BC, middle of the province. So Vancouver's like four or five hours from me. And then where I'm from, Calgary's like eight hours from me. I don't know why I'm explaining all the geography, but I guess the point is it's a very nice place. Uh, you know, don't get not, don't get too much snow. There's barely any wind here. It's right on a lake. There's actually quite a few lakes around here. And it's just, it's just kind of nice. The app is called Kelowna 10. I've been waiting to say that for months now. Ever since I moved here, I've been working on that secret project. And I couldn't say the name. I couldn't tell people I was filming with what, I, what they were uh, getting into, in a sense. I, I couldn't tell them where to find anything. It's called Kelowna 10. It's an app. Download it right now. Stop what you're doing. Download it right now. I don't care where you live. Go check it out. Okay? Kelowna 10. That's Kelowna 10, no space, after Kelowna and then 10. Just search it up. It, you can download the App Store. It's free. Download the Google Play Store. It's free. It's a website. That's where all my stuff lives, all my footage. The, the group that I work with called Patterson Media, they're like a Western Canadian media company. They they own – Jim Patterson owns a lot of stuff. He owns like car dealerships. He owns uh, radio stations. They own, well, our media company now. They own a lot of stuff. And what they did is they built this app. So it's really cool. It's It's new. It's fresh. Everything that we do is filmed on our phones. They're minute-long videos. They are, uh, the way that I do it at least, is basically I'll have for the video component the interview subject, the interviewee, or two if there's, you know, another one, carrying the story along. You can see uh, closed captions on it that we put in. We transcribe and we put them in so you don't have to have audio. I have music in there. And then over as they're talking, kind of telling the story for a minute, I put in footage that I've gathered as well at the scene, at the scene of the crime, or uh, you know, if it's a feature, whatever subject they're talking about, wherever they are, if they're an artist, if they're a music artist, if, they're, uh, if they have some interesting hobby, if they're at some event, I get a bunch of footage and I overlay that on top of them talking. It's really exciting stuff, truly. And if you just download it and check it out, then you'll understand. It's kind of hard for me to explain besides that, but think like TikTok. Actually, there's an account that, that I, I get a lot of inspiration from. It's almost exactly kind of the format that we use, except ours is on our own app. We don't post to TikTok or Instagram Reels or Facebook or anything. We're just on Kelowna 10. That's where we live. But if you look up 60-second docs on TikTok, that's also very similar to what we do. I think theirs is what I strive to be. The storytelling that they have and the, the footage and the, the way that they're the story looks is what I strive to kind of be. And the way they tell the stories is really, really good. So I'm learning. I've, I've done a lot better since when I first started a couple months ago. You learn a lot when you're working 40 hours a week doing something. I'll say that much. 
you you know, I look back at some of my first videos and I go, oh my goodness, that was horrible. But at the time I thought that was award-winning, you know, I thought that was an award-winning piece. And I, I look back and I'm like, oh boy, let's put that one further down on the list. I don't go, don't go looking for my old stuff. But it's really interesting. And, and basically what's accompanying with this video, every time we post a video is also an article, it's kind of giving more context to it, right? So again, the way that I do it is the video, they kind of tell a bit of the story and I make it kind of intriguing. And I don't, I purposely don't tell you all of the details because after you watch the video and you think it's really interesting and, and you want to learn more, then you can read my article where I explain a lot more of the context and the background and what's going on. And I have links in there and everything. So, you know, that's an interesting component to it as well, because I'm going to say it again, back when I was in university, uh, <laughs> but for real, when I was, when I was doing my degree once in a while, I think it was either once or twice per semester. So that's once or twice every three months, we'd have to do one or two. I think I already said that once or twice. Yeah. Anyways, we'd have to do one or two video projects, multimedia projects, which is essentially what I do right now. So in the moment when I was in school learning, I didn't understand that I would actually use any of this stuff. And I, and trust me, it took me weeks to think of one story idea and to, and it would be so stressful for me to like find the interview and to find somebody to talk to and to, to film it and then edit it. And, you know, once sometimes we didn't even have to write an accompanying story. So to think that I did that once or twice a month or sorry, once a, once or twice every couple of months. And now I do two a day. It's absurd to think about, you know, and, and when you apply yourself, and when you get more familiar with it, more comfortable with it, like you call people, you go to events, you meet people, you make connections. It's really good stuff to learn. And I think that's really nice because I can carry that into esports and into gaming where I'm learning how to craft stories because as Cryus, half of what we want to do is create amazing content. Now, right now, that is very difficult to do because making good content means you have to take a lot of time, put a lot of time into editing, into crafting stories, into filming. And another problem, we're not all in the same place. We're actually not at all in the same place. None of us are. So we can't film anything in person. So although that's like one of our, our main sections we want to focus on in the future, it has to be done in the future because right now it's kind of impossible. We can sort of film individually. We've done some stuff online or in game, like in Rocket League or something, but it's not essentially what we want to be doing in the future. Alex, the other co-founder, is even better at filming than I am in editing. He's really, really good at that. I'm really good at what I do. The types of videos that I make, I'm, I'm actually pretty good at. I'm very efficient, but that sometimes that type of editing is, for me, it's at least it's a little easier and it's more straightforward. But Alex, on the other hand, is really good at like making fancier edits. I mean, for his final project at school, he, he made like a little lightsaber battle and went into After Effects and like literally made lightsabers. And it was crazy. It looked really cool. And I don't know how he even started doing that. So it's really nice having both of us. And it's nice that we both come from that creative background. So we can kind of build our brand, you know, in the future and, and tell a story in a sense, you know, focus on that creative uh, aspect to esports because it's really cool. Esports is so new, and sometimes I get caught up in that where I'm like, "Oh my goodness, we're too late. If we don't blow up in the next year, we're going to be flushed out. Nobody's ever going to learn about us or anything." We have a lot of time, you know. Esports is just starting to be built. We're coming in at a good time where it's actually already more established than it was five, ten years ago. Ever since I've even been interested in esports, you know, because I've been gaming and whatnot for years and years, it's a much. It's a it's at a much better place now, but it's not even close to like where it's going to be in the future. So it's good that we're getting into it now, but I also think that sometimes it's okay for us to pump the brakes and, and ease off a little bit while we have jobs full time and not get stressed about what we're not accomplishing, but instead celebrate what we are accomplishing. So I, what I'm trying to say with that is because 
sometimes Alex and I want to like build everything so much and we have all these big ideas, but then the reality of it is it's a lot slower. We both work full time. So we're really busy. We have, we all live on our own. So we have things to do. You know, we, it's not like we're just sitting at home all day and people cook for us. Like we have, we have stuff to do. You have chores to do. You have things, bills, bills to pay. So it's like things will get built. It's just going to be a matter of time. And, and sometimes just consistency is better than spontaneous combustion as in just spontaneous growth which i mean would be nice but it's it's not always super uh feasible uh anyways really back to uh back to what i was saying before we'll get into christ again uh shortly here but so far i've probably filmed around 50 maybe more around 50 stories or so and those are awesome i mean it ranges from talking to music artists to doing some news stories about crime and fires to uh talking with mobile uh, dog groomers to like artists of different mediums to uh, events happening around the city so it's like really a diverse thing that i've done i mean even today uh, as i'm recording this on a tuesday actually which is weird i i finished up at uh, at the college here i did a story with two professors about the soviet union map of halifax which is a, a city way on the east coast it's a big port city on the atlantic on the east coast about a soviet map that soviet spies made during the cold war and it's i think it's a really interesting piece i enjoyed it i mean they were very interesting to to talk to the the professors and they're really knowledgeable and it was actually one of the professors he bought the map like 10 years ago and he was talking about it and he actually pointed me uh, uh pointed out his house that he used to live in because he used to live in halifax he pointed it out to me and uh, he said that's it's just astonishing that Soviet spies, you know, that, that they mapped this and you can see his, he can see his house and it's crazy too. Cause like the, they would have all been drawn by hand and they used like satellite imagery and it's, it's kind of uncertain what they were going to be used for. It was also uncertain exactly how they got all of the details. They have military bases on there that like nobody really knew about. So it's, it's in, it's so interesting how they got the information kind of scary too. And this was back in like the seventies and eighties. Uh, the map was actually from 1974 so, you know, this is this is decades ago, but still, it's very interesting. So that's what I mean. My day sometimes can consist of different things. But again, a lot of it is actually sitting in the office, which is the part that I didn't anticipate and the part that isn't my favorite because I like being out and about. If I could just be out filming the stories and somebody else can write my articles and stuff. But here's the thing. I also don't mind doing it. It's just I don't like sitting down at a desk all day. You know, I, I, I used to not like editing either, but I actually don't mind it now because it's like me crafting the story, you know? Like I couldn't really go out and film and then give somebody else my thing and it would not be my style. And I, that's actually proven because uh, last weekend, one of my colleagues went out to go film something, but he was too busy to put it together to even write the article. So all he did was the interview and got some footage. And then I was the one who crafted the whole story and I probably did it completely different than he would have done. And it just goes to show that we all have our unique style uh, even after filming, right? So even in post-production, the way you write, the whole article, the way you write your scripts or tell your stories through video is different from one person to the next. And I think that's why Clone 10 is also very interesting because uh, there's four main, uh, four of us who, who make the videos, sometimes five and six like our bosses, but they're also busy doing other stuff. And it's cool because like you, you kind of like learn different things in a sense or, or different styles for telling stories. So it's not like it gets boring and it's not just one style the entire time. It's a variety, which is cool. And yeah, so I, I, I do like filming and I, I like telling stories and I'm learning a lot about that, you know, especially with this minute long format, you learn how to like really condense it and then that'll help in the future for, for Cryos or for anything else I go into creatively, 
and stuff is, is just to a, how to edit quickly, how to write articles. Cause I'm, I'm, you know, taking these, these interviews and I'm turning them into a story, transcribing them and, and giving context and researching and doing this within two of these a day for the most part, sometimes one a day today I only did one cause you know, it took a bit longer than I expected, but usually I do two, two per day. And so learning how to do that efficiently, quickly, tell a good story is going to be useful for the future, whatever I do in the future and with whatever I do in the future. Uh, it, it's all just good stuff to learn. And yeah, I, I didn't even really know I could do some writing and I actually don't mind doing a lot of the writing. It's just, I wish I could stand up. I wish I had a standing desk. That's honestly, that's all I want. I just want to be able to stand because sitting is bad for you. And I don't like sitting. I get very antsy and then I feel very tired. And the funny thing, uh, one last thing, and then we'll move on to Christ in a second here, but uh, a couple of years ago in the summer, I, I did landscaping uh, at, at this one city near my house. I did where I, I worked 10 hour days, four days a week. And then I also had another job at a radio station on the weekends. So I'd be working events. So basically I'd work from 7 a.m. till 5.30 p.m. Forward, like throughout the whole week. Then on the weekends, I'd be at the station working concerts till like 1 a.m. So like it was bonkers. But I never really felt that tired. You know, once you got into the routine and like I was up, you know, all the time outside constantly, it was awesome. Like all summer, got a good tan. Well, farmer's tan that is. And I, ne I didn't really feel that tired. But with this job, when I'm sitting at the desk, I just get exhausted. And I think it's more like I'm mentally exhausted from staring at a screen and sitting all day. And I just get more tired from that than I did when I was working landscaping and also another job uh, at the same time. So I don't know. Just interesting. That's just me complaining. But, you know, it wouldn't be the Lucky Dip podcast if I didn't complain a little. And yeah. I think I kind of talked about all the things I want to talk about regarding my uh, my new job and kind of like an intro to this and everything. And yeah, let's move on to some Christ and some esports stuff. So first, Blackline Championship Series I'll talk about because last week we had Nation who created the BLCS on the podcast. If you haven't listened to that yet, I'm sure you have. But if you haven't, go listen to that. It was episode 26 with Nation RL and he's the one who created the Blackline Championship Series. So that's one of the leagues that our teams our, our team competes in. The other main one is the Canadian Esports Championship Series. That's the Canadian one, the CECS. And when we're not banned, we play in the Indie Gaming League. And that's another big one out of, uh, it, well, it's based out of Indianapolis in the States. And that's like probably the, the biggest one, I would say. That's like where the most people play uh, or the most players are in and stuff. But the Blackline Championship Series so far is, is my favorite just because obviously, as you probably could tell with the interview with... Uh, Nation, he's just like a really great kid. He's doing some good stuff, good connection to have. And everybody, it's just like a nice community that community that's being built. And it's just great to be a part of that. Unfortunately, our start to season eight has not been off to the best start. We are currently 0-3 uh, in series. So we haven't won a series yet. They've been close. We just haven't been able to, to, to get it right yet. And I understand why it's because we have a lot of things going on right now. Not only are our players all in school and also doing this on the side and trying to make their own content, practice and stuff, but also we're having some roster swaps and everything. So we haven't had a solid trio to practice with and stuff. And I, I simply put, if uh, again, I, I know I keep referencing past, pro, uh, past provinces, past podcasts, but if you listen to the one we had with the Velops, uh, episode 25, it's just comes down to practice and literally that's about it. Practice, coaching, replay reviews, and just playing with your team, getting solid, building chemistry. And when you keep having roster swaps, it's harder to do that. So we're, we're getting a solid roster. We're about to have an announcement very soon. Actually, by the time you listen to this podcast, it might be out already. 
So we're going to be set going forward, which I'm very excited about. And I know that we're going to improve and get that confidence back, build that chemistry again. So I'm not worried at all that we're down uh, 0-3 right now. Plenty of time to, to come back. And, you know, what I've learned through other esports orgs is that at the end of the day, it doesn't come down to winning from an org standpoint. If I was a player, I'd be wanting to win because that's why you're the player because you're a bit more competitive. You want to win. You want to show that you're the best. And I respect that. That's why I'm not a player because I'm not that competitive, you know, and I don't have that drive that they do. And also, I just, I just am not good at the game. <laughs> but from an org standpoint, you can't always win. I want to win. I want them to win. I push them to win. But at the end of the day, there's only one winner, right? And it can't always be us. We started out really good. Well, before they were under us, our team was uh, Cat Jam and the CECS. They, they went undefeated. So that, like, you know, really boosts your confidence and stuff. We also won a couple tournaments over the past few months. We've placed really well in a lot of different leagues and stuff too. So we've done good and we'll keep doing good. And I want us to win. But like I was saying, as long as we have a good story, we build some fans, you know, we're being engaging and interactive with people in the community. Christ will keep growing. And sometimes I'd get stressed about that when we weren't winning. I'd be like, oh my goodness, if we're not winning, nobody's going to take us seriously and this and this and that. But then I was watching some documentaries and stuff just on YouTube and, you know, just about gaming and esports and, and all that. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's not all that matters. It's very nice. It's very good. You want to get some of those chips, you know, some of those championships. And I want those too. I want to get some trophies, man. I want my players to get some trophies. I want to get some medals. But if we're in a little bit of a rut right now figuring things out, that's okay. And that's why I like to be raw. I like to be just the real deal in this podcast. I don't like to hide much. So yeah, we're, we're working on it. We're going to build it. We're going to come back stronger than ever. And we're going to keep winning. And I know that they can do it. And we're going to keep building Cryos. Even if we are in a bit of a, a bit of a down, I don't know what it's called. It's not a down slope. It's like a, you know, on a graph when it's like you go up and then you go down like stocks, stonks, all that. We're in a bit of a dip right now, but we're going to pick ourselves up and we're going to get right back to the top. And once you hear who this new third is, it's going to be great. And I guess I should, sorry, I, I told this in the backwards order. I, the first thing I should have said is that Toonlunk stepped down from competitive Rocket League. So he was on our roster for only about a month. He was one of the original three from Team Cat Gem. So when they won the CECS last year, it was Toonlunk, Zuki, and Gary. And then throughout the summer, we had Gary, Zuki, and P-Siffle. But then P-Siffle wanted to just focus on streaming, and his streaming's been going off. His stream's been doing really good. So he didn't want to play competitively, which is fine. So then when he left... We took a, a, a month and a bit to try to find somebody, and then they landed on Toonlunk again. And, you know, just to try it out, because we were hoping that he would want to kind of play competitively again. And then, you know, when school starts up again and, and gets a bit busy, just he couldn't keep it up. So, again, no hard feeling. His roster changes happen all the time. And luckily, so far, Alex and I haven't had to, like, get rid of anybody. It's just been they get too busy or they don't want to play competitively. They don't want to put in the hours to practice or, or improve. They just want to kind of have fun. And you know what I mean? Like, because be, being under an org, like, we do expect some things from you. Like, we're not going to make you, you know, work you to the bone. But it's also not just a casual. Like, you're here for a reason. You're here to practice and ultimately win. Like, at the end of the day, that is what we want. I know I just said it doesn't really matter from an org standpoint. But we still want them to win. We still want them to be good representatives of us. And when you're under an org, there is that expectation to 
practice and improve and you know take it a bit seriously than the average player that's why you're on a team in an organization or in a team under an organization rather and you know sometimes you just don't want to do that and that's fine and yeah so so tune link step down and that's why we've been searching for a new roster and uh that's why blcs and some of the other tournaments we've kind of been in have been a little rocky because it's like every time we play it's almost like a different person or we have, a, have to sub somebody in so the chemistry hasn't been built but it's going to start being built now because our, our roster, again, by the time you listen to this, that's why I get so confused. By the time you listen to this, it should be out. I don't want to say anything yet just in case it's not or in case I mess something up or post this by accident early because I probably would do that by not even thinking. I'll just go, I'll plan ahead and upload it. And the next thing you know, I get all these views on I go, oops, my bad. I'm not going to be my own leaker. I'll leave that for uh, Leaky Big Man T, our content creator he, on stream yesterday and he he leaked the roster and i was like dude we haven't announced yet but it's okay he didn't notice he's having some stream issues and he streamed for us like with 10 minutes notice basically which is really nice because i had a long day at work and alex is also at work late we're both at work late so you know i'm not gonna give him too much grief it is kind of funny um but yeah sorry i had changed my thermostat i realized it was in fahrenheit and sorry americans but i'm not american i don't understand what fahrenheit means or the numbers so i had to just change it because i looked over I looked over at my thermostat and it said it's 74 degrees in here. I was like, what in the world? I switched that right back. It's 23 degrees in here. It's kind of warm, actually. I need to turn this down. Holy. Sometimes it's so hot in here. Sometimes it's cold in here. Now I got the AC going on. It's end of November. We had a snowstorm overnight. Like, what is going on here? And I lost my complete train of thought, my focus train, my brain train. But yeah, so tune long step down. We're getting, we have a squad now. It should be announced. Own three currently. We're going to pick it back up. And also, January 20... Uh, what was it? Oh, my goodness. 21st, 23rd, I believe. The end of January, whatever that weekend is. We have some cool stuff coming up. Last week, when I had uh, Nation on, we were kind of teasing something. But the way they're going to do things next year with BLCS is going to be really cool. And let's just say this Winter Classic thing that has been announced on Twitter. Go check out blcs on twitter blackline cs i think it is i don't really know can't remember at this point winter classic christ gaming might be doing something with that I'm not going to go into details yet keep an eye out on our socials though at cryus and it's gonna be exciting end of january 2022 dude yeah wow time goes by fast 2022 in like two months we're gonna have something cool with that and yeah now, moving on to our academy team, which is me <laughs> and Alex. Our Indie Gaming League 2v2 Tier 5, which, again, our players were in Tier 1. We're in Tier 5. We're supposed to be in Tier 6, but there wasn't enough players, so we got bumped up. Guess what our record is, folks? The season's over. I'll give you five seconds to guess what we, guess what we placed in our matches. We played six matches. Ready? Guess, what, guess what, how many we won, how many we lost. Five, four... Three, two, one. If you guessed, we won a single series and lost five other series, you would be correct. Our record coming out of the season is one in five. That is not very good. We've been close with all of them. We're also not Rocket League players. We don't play the game very much. We kind of did it for fun. But we also like started off pretty good, and then like we just couldn't clutch up. And it just sucks because... Although, yes, it's more competitive, all of these players are still just a little bit better than us. So when we play, we're always the underdog. 
But the hard part with Rocket League is, is you just can't sometimes match, on a consistent level at least, how these other players are. So if we have a really good game and they have a bad game, we can take game off them. But if they're even playing like pretty consistent, that's just where we lack is just inconsistency, mechanical skills. You know, game wise, game sense, we're we're not stupid. We can understand how to like do stuff, but the execution is just not there. So yeah, we only won a single series, which was on stream. It was a really I think it might have been our first game. I don't even know. Every other series we've lost. We play once a week, lost every single one. Which is fine because guess what? We still made the playoffs. And <laughs> I don't know how. Uh originally, like we said, we started that, you know, entering that as the Christ Academy, kind of as a joke because our players got banned because they didn't submit a score in the summer circuit, which is dumb. So we kind of like we're joking about it on social media and stuff, but then we're kind of taking it seriously and then we're getting mad because we keep losing. And even last week we thought we could win and then we lost and we're kind of angry. So we're not really promoting it very much anymore, but we did make playoffs and I just thought it would be only fair to give you guys an update. We don't stream these or anything. We just, Alex and I just kind of just play them together. And it, I actually think it's fun. I, I like doing it. It's just annoying when we don't win at all. Like seriously, we want to win one game and we can't. So whatever. It is what it is. That's why we're on the Academy team. We're the Academy roster, Cryus Academy. But overall, pretty fun. We still made playoffs, so we're going to see how that goes. Again, we have some announcements coming soon, and we're, we're still trying to figure out how to grow. You know, on Twitter, we've been doing pretty good. We're almost at 100 followers, which is really exciting. And the part that, like I said, you know, a few minutes ago, about you don't need to go too fast or whatever because things are happening. But like also we still want to grow and we're trying to th figure out ways to build. And if we ever want to make any money or, you know, just for the company, for ourselves, for our players, you have to have some sponsorships and stuff. That's just the way esports is right now. That's the way you make money. Or another thing which a lot of people don't know is that a lot of esports orgs don't make very much money off of their actual esports orgs. They also are like business owners in some sense and they fund their esports orgs. So like, I forget which one. I think it's a Luminosity, or sorry, not E-Luminosity, Luminosity Gaming, which is a Canadian esports org, or maybe it's not anymore, but it was. They, you know, they're a pretty big org, and how they actually make their money, I think it was through, oh, excuse me, it was through some social media management thing. So they had an actual company that was like funding, like it was their company, but that company was funding their esports, you know, like they don't really make that much money off their esports. And so if you actually look at like what a lot of these orgs do or how they make their money or whatever, a lot of times it's, it's they have like an actual business and then a, f uh, a section of their business is, is eSports. So for us, we're trying to figure out, you know, what that could be. Again, Alex and I are from the media realm. So we're tr we trying to think if we could do something with media, build a company out that would still be under Cryus. You know, it's still Cryus. It's just, it's just not eSports necessarily. And it just kind of, that's the hard part because we're trying to grow. We're trying to figure that out, trying to build it. And then obviously as well, trying to get sponsorships and stuff down the line, but you need an audience in order to do that. And it's hard to like just build an audience out of nowhere. Like you can't just really do that. You have to have consistency. You have to have some content. You have to have, you know, a good story and, and players who people are connecting with. So it, it, that'll come in time, but we also don't want to just take forever. You know, we also want to keep growing it because eventually one day if we could do this full time, that'd be amazing. Whether that's just Cryus focusing on the, on the esports side, or if we have our own business that we're running and, and Cryus is, gets to flourish because that's what, you know, it's under our company and we got to actually pay our players and have like real contracts in place and everything. That would be the dream and make good content because we have the ability to make content. We just don't have uh, the time 
right now or the space because everybody is so separated across the country. So one day that'd be great to be all centrally located, be building this thing. And we're excited. Alex and I have some plans in the coming years that we're uh, slowly working towards, which is exciting. Other than that, I don't think I had anything else to add. Uh, yeah, besides just making good connections, you know, obviously having guests on the podcast really helps and working with different orgs and being, you know, being when I did casting and, and analyst desk for CECS, meet a lot of people. When I have Nation on the podcast, it's great. Velops, who actually, and now I can say his team got announced. So the Maple Men was picked up by LAG Gaming. They're a pretty decent sized org. They got picked up by them. So that was the announcement that he wanted to say two weeks ago, but he couldn't. It's been announced now. So the Maple Men, which is Chilla, Quez, Na- or Nation. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Nation. Quez, Chilla, Velops are LAG Gaming now. And they're also going to be in the BLCS and, and some other leagues that we're also competing in, which is awesome. So congrats to those guys. And we're looking forward to uh, competing against them once again. But other than that now, folks, that's going to wrap up this podcast. What time are we at? Oh, 36 minutes. Not bad. Thank you for sticking with me for this one. I think it was a little bit hectic, but hopefully it still worked out and made a little bit of sense and hopefully you still enjoyed. We'll try to get a guest on for the next one. I'm not too sure who yet, but we'll figure that out when the time comes. Have a good evening, day, morning, whatever it is for you. And I'll see you next time.